What's going on, guys? Welcome to the latest episode of River City 93, brought to you by Roughnecks, Carbs, Icarus FC, and of course, for the culture. This is your host, as always, Elliot Barnes. Joining me is my good man with the smoothest hair this side of the River City. River City 93's Shinya Duran II. I try to lead you in. I'm trying to lead you in. Hey. What's <laughs> up, man? How you doing? I've been doing this podcast. This, I know. It's been a while. Can I Kick It is like our weekend getaway. You know, we can, you know, let our hair out. But this, oh, this is home. This is home. Yes. It's been a minute, man. So we wanted to do an update episode. Just kind of let the fans know what's going on with the club. Let them know who the new signings are. Everything. The last podcast that we did, uh, we didn't get to cover the news, but... Emiliano Terzaghi is the go to blue winner and league MVP, which we didn't see coming out of anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, man. So, we got a couple of new signings. We got nine in total so far. We're just going to go over the signings, talk about what we want to see going forward, dive a little bit into Kickers Plus. It won't be too long of a pocket. So, first of all, as you know, the Richmond Kickers have resigned nine players so far. I'm going to go through them. Hopefully, I don't forget anyone. We have re-signed Kara Fitzgerald, Ian Antley, Devontae DeBose, uh, Mumbai, uh, Emilio Cesargi, Stanley Alves, Jonathan Bolognos, and O. Alex Anderson. Did I miss someone? Uh, we got Matt Bolduck is still on the roster. And Matt Bolduck. Luke Pavone. I think I said that. You said, yes, you said Pavone. I think I said that. Yes. I think I said that. So we got, we got yeah, we've got, we got a pretty good. I feel like this is the core of the team. This is. This is. When it comes to original kickers. Except we're missing craft. <laughs> that corner. is very true. We need, we need, uh, they need to, let's get that paperwork in. Look, Victor Flack needs his best friend. He needs his best he friend. He needs his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I feel like when I go look at a kicker starting lineup for games that are coming up, I feel like this is who I'm going to see on the team sheet. You know? Yes. It's great to see Devontae come back. He had the injury. It's great to see, you know, Darren have great belief in him, wanted to bring him back because he got cut down short um, in the South Georgia game. Mumbai kind of started the year off kind of slow, but he got back in form. Um, he had the goal that, you know, your son Stanley Alves scored. Yes. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. And for those who listen to the podcast, I know how much Janeiro loves Stanley Alves. Hey, I'm, I still think. Minus last year's injury, he would have been a lot. He so, would have and that's been a, good a lot point. more used. That's a good point that um, Matt for uh, uh, RBA is red brought up. Yes, he was like Stanley was the one player that got affected the most by COVID. Yes, because it's like if COVID never happened, Stanley was going into that year red hot, red hot. COVID ready to happened, roll. he got hurt. He kind of slowed up his development. So yeah, it was great to see that he came back. Um, Bolognos. Babyface assassin, man. He, this, I, I can't say anything. We about we him. saw the development, especially in the second half of last season. I can't wait to see that continue. Yeah. This season. And also we got O. Alex coming mm-hmm. back again. Um, he's someone that I'm, I'm excited. Sweet to feet. Sweet feet. Ian Antley, his crosses dangerous. The only thing I want to see with Ian Antley this year is be a more stable defender. That. And when I say this, don't take it the wrong way, but he reminds me a lot of Aaron Wambasaka. Like, his first go-to is the slide tackle. Yes. I want to see him a little bit more stand on his feet, but I saw that's fine. And then our new, well, our new goalkeeper coach slash our old goalkeeper, Akira Fitzgerald. He's back. Yes. He's back. Akira, Spider-Man between the sticks. Outside of Riley not being part of the team this year, 
Is there anything on your part that you're like makes you a little bit of concerns? A player that's like, mm. um, right now, I think where I I do like the idea that Darren went with take care of in house first, mm. resign who we can resign, let go of who needs to be let go of. And then we look at what we have. Now we know what we need to go and shop for. And so right now, I feel that with the list we have so far, we are missing center backs. Um, With uh, uh, Akwe. Yeah, Akwe stepped away from the club. And and Wape has stepped away. Yes. No, and Wape wasn't center, but, you know, he was center well. Um, oh yes, and Ventner retired. Yeah, and Ivan had the injury. We haven't heard anything about Ivan's uh, contract. We don't know if he's got bring it back. We don't know yet. I really would hope that he would bring him back because he really he should have been at least the League One like second team. I I was pushing first team, but he should at least been second team. He should at least, and he was the the, the least most improved player by far. By yeah, far and away. By far. Um, to be honest with you, I really hope we can resign Ivan. And then, who will be Ivan's partner? Who will be Ivan and his partner's backups? I personally think for a, a, a solid squad, you need at least four center backs. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, so at this point right now, we need we need to find center backs. We need players. So also with the kickers, we also have. Um, a new kind of ticketing process for what mm-hmm. we understand, Kickers Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those who don't know what it comes down to Kickers Plus, I mean, we've been talking about it a lot, but we're your number one source for Richmond Kickers News, so, you know, we got to make sure we give you the right deets. So yes, with Kickers do. Plus, you get 50% off all merchandise purchased at, you know, the website. Uh, you get early access to regular season exhibition playoff matches, access to exclusive events and digital content, and 50% off of four tickets to any regular season home game. Now, I know there's been conversations of what's the benefits of Kickers Plus and, you know, the Red Army season pass. You personally, it's not like we getting this for free. I still have to come in my pocket with 50 bucks to pay for it. So, yes. don't think we can these for free. We're not. <laughs> we not have that level of access. Season four, baby. Yes. Season four. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but any pros or cons to you when it comes to Kickers Plus? I mean, I, th- I feel that with what has gone on in the world, um... In 2020, I do feel that this is a, a smart move for the Richmond Kickers to to do um, economically and fiscally. Um, I think season tickets would be a bit of a far cry with how people are unsure of what's going to be happening this year yeah. in terms of COVID. Um, so... This this is the safest way to go about doing it for the club, and at the end of the day, I don't feel that the fan l- comes any more out of pocket than they normally would, um, especially since there isn't a guarantee that you'll have certain fans, apart from maybe the, your diehard Red Army fan, that'll be literally at every single game throughout the season when COVID is still out there. So, um, I think, like I said, it's a smart move. It's the right way. I think it's the right way to go about it financially in order to to get people still coming to the stadium, give them incentives to come to more games without making them feel that they have to come to every game because they feel they paid for every game. 
Yeah, and, so. and also with this is, I mean, like you said, like we're in COVID. I feel like, let's be real about it. The kickers are big rolling in a hundred million, ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they had to find like a stable profit line uh, of that being. Whereas, like one thing that we've been asking a lot as fans is more content. Like we want to know more about the club. Yes. We want to believe and buy into this club more, but the way how you do that is give us access. Now, yes. you can't just give everything away for free because then it's like, well, what do we get in return? Exactly. You know, so I think the kickers, so far they've done a good job of it. Um, I've liked the content. Uh, you know, the early interview with Matt Bolduck, um, you know, Luke Pavone, that kind of stuff is kind of cool. Also with Kickers Plus, you kind of get to know the signings an hour before they're coming. Yeah. You know, I want to throw this out to like Patrick and, you know, Nate and be like, hey, you know, let us know the signing a day before. <laughs> Let us release it. <laughs> just throw that out there. I don't know if they're ever going to listen to this podcast ever again. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, another another aspect that, that were with regards to the way that the Kickers Plus um, system works is it's better than having season passes because kickers might still have to limit the amount of people they have in their stadium every game. Yeah. And because of that, we don't know. Maybe, who knows? Maybe by March, everyone will be like, vaccination is all good. Everyone's good. Go ham. Let's go. Everyone back in the stadium. Let's go. It might be that. It might not. We don't know. We really don't know. And I think it's the safest route to say, if we have to do that limited access in the stadium like we did last season, season tickets is not really going to (laughs) work. So, and this is the other thing, too, that we've heard last year when it came to the kickers, is that, um, not with the kickers, but Governor Northam, uh, last year he was able to have like a 1,000 fans at the stadium, right? Yes. So we were able to have a 1,000, but this year he reduced it down to 250. There are talks of trying to get, like, you know, the Flying Scrubs are trying to come back. You know, we're trying to have at least Mm 1,000. There's early talks of that. Um, I believe in the Red Army Facebook group, there is a post up by Ben Terry, who is much beloved by the Red Army. Yes, yes. Um, you put it up in there. So if you want to go support of having at least a thousand fans, socially distant, safe <laughs> in City Stadium, um, please leave a comment on that article. Uh, we'll leave a link down in the description down below so you guys can go and support that. Um, also, when it comes down to the kickers, is like we were saying, it's Black History Month, and one thing that we've been critical on on the kickers is kind of not only the lack of history on the kickers, not saying, you know, they don't cover the history, but the main topic that was always heard about was the U.S. Open Cup, but you never really get to know those teams, you never really get to know those players, mm-hmm. or important players past 2001. Yes. You know, and recently, you know, kickers just uh, put down an article on, I don't uh-huh. know correctly. Kevin Jeffrey. Kevin Jeffrey. He just the Trinidadian it. talisman. <laughs> Which is a very good article. Yes, very it's article. a very good article. Um, um, but it's cool to see the kickers kind of do this. Um, it's not something they've ever really done before where they dive into the history of a player, especially with Black History Month, um, a player that was very important to the kickers. Lord, someone that I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a young kickers fan still, you know, mm-hmm. 2015. I'm more interested in learning about you know, in learning about his impact on the Richmond kickers. And I hope the kickers kind of stay on this trajectory of getting these legends back into, you know, the Richmond local or kind of making the kickers what it used to be. Yes. You know, because when I first joined, it was, you know, um, Yambi, Alex Lee. It was kind of guys that was like here in the city of Richmond, but it was like a family. Yes. So. Yes. 
If you guys can tell, I'm like really excited to talk about the Richmond Kickers because it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Y'all, well, I miss talking about these boys. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I think it 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 hits more this year because of the shortened season last season yeah. because of the fact that we didn't really get to do too. Was much. that a transition? Is that a transition? <laughs> Shadir, these I swear, dog. Season, yo, season one Shadir would be like, oh. <laughs> Plus, season one Shadir struggled at transition. Oh, yeah. Season one, man, look, I was a rookie. I was a greenhorn. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's just, uh, we're going to bring up the USL League one season. The tentative date that we're hearing is around May 8th, which for me doesn't work. Because that's Electa's birthday. Oh. <laughs> and I, I guarantee you, I really feel like our first game is going to be against North Carolina FC. And I'm going to have to, like, convince Electa to be like, you want to go to Raleigh to watch the kickers for your birthday? I'll get you a birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that conversation is going to have to happen. But um, this is how the league schedule is telling you set, set up. It's going to be a 28-game regular season. Uh, slate to run through October, so kind of like what we've seen before in the past. Mm-hmm. We do have a new team in North Carolina FC, Donna Raleigh. They dropped out from USL League One. Um, 2022, we're supposed to be getting uh, Fago Valley, which, mwah, chef kiss. I love that name. Yes. Love it. Also, North Carolina FC. Um, there were rumors about Charlotte Independence, but those rumors haven't really came to any fruition yet. Mm-hmm. Of the, uh, basically, of them dropping down from, dropping down the league from, one. from championship to um, league one. And we're also supposed to be getting in 2022 Fort Wayne and also Corpus Crispy. Oof. There's still kind of talks and rumors about New Hampshire, Portland, Maine, mm-hmm. you know, other clubs there. We haven't heard anything solidified, but right now we're good at 12 games. So what I think in the season is going to be set up is that you play every team twice, only two teams you play three times. Yeah, and I would expect that the USL would have those two teams you play three times be – um, that probably geographically the closest teams so for us would probably be uh, North Carolina FC and, and probably Greenville and probably Greenville yeah probably. Um, and which I don't like <coughs> I don't like it man, all man Green especially with the I'm, I still got look I got PTSD from how Greenville just ran through the league last year <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> That was that was. We're gonna see the spicy takes when we do our full in depth. When you see some of these team rosters, how they really look, we're gonna do a little bit further uh, look. Also, shout out to um, you know the Six Point Podcast that's dropping out of USL League One. Yes. Joining in on the madness. Yes. So also this year we go instead of just a two team playoff, we now finally get to see the sixteen playoff Thank that you. we were supposed to have last year, but. Kickers would still been in the playoffs. <sighs> but to be honest with you, uh, and to to kind of re kind of a little bit rehash what we had talked about at the end of last season. A regular season ending the way it did, we would have been in the playoffs, and I think that would have been a good season. And I think I still think it was a good season. I oh think, yeah, yeah, last year was still a good season. Honest with you, I really it just think leaves us higher tasting. We overachieved it because we had gotten so much. We the the injuries causing us to kind of slide back down from where we had reached in second place. But at the end of the day, if you look at the season as a whole, I mean, 
and you compare it to the couple of years before, it's night and day. The kickers were an exciting team, more exciting team to watch, with, especially with the way you saw um, some of the biggest moments of excitement. Of course, Emiliano, uh, Ian Antley, um, some, of the, some of the amazing defensive work that Yvonne did. Uh, Akwe, of course, Riley Kraft just, I feel like, was kind of the heartbeat of the team throughout the season. It, it's it, it's something to look forward to again. Um, I'm really looking forward to this season. I really I really can't wait for things to kick off. I'm chomping at the bit, really. Yeah. So, also, this is a cool news. You know, I was on a phone call with Camp. You know, who is now the, the vice president. Um, kickers are getting a third kick. Yeah. I'm kind of excited to see how this is going to be. I, yo, I told Camp. I was like, look, I can't do another white kid. Yeah. And you get the third kick. I swear. You please do not fumble this bag. Don't <laughs> don't fumble don't. this bag. No, <laughs> don't fumble it. Um, we already have a white kit and a red kit. Let's do something different. Let's go. So I do know it's not going to be green. Okay. Like, All right. I know. All right. I know. I'll take. It. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. It's not going to be green. I want it to be green. Just you know, just, just for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be green. Oh, um, but yeah, man. Before we wrap up, um. Two things to you that you're, you know, excited to see in front of this roster or two things of concern? Um, for me, I would say one concern that I had, it's a bit too early for it to be a concern. It's more of a, I hope this is where you're going. Like I said, we need center backs, center backs, center backs, center backs. Um, one exciting thing is, um, for me, two players in terms of the continuing of their development. Um, Bolanos and Alves. Seeing those two players, especially especially Bolanos, the way he ended last year, mm-hmm. baby face assassin, getting that development to continue into this season. And also, basically, Stanley Alves getting a redo because last season did, was just unlucky for him. I mean, with it's like Matt had said, COVID had a very bad effect on Stanley Alves this season because based on what we saw in the preseason games before COVID hit, Stanley Alves was going to hit the ground running. He was going to hit the ground running. Then COVID happened, then the injury happened, and that kind of stifled that. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing those two players really, you know, just come into the league, hit the ground running, and just ransack through through teams. I just I just want to see Stanley Alves and and Bolanos just run through some defenses throughout the season. <laughs> so my two things are one, I want to see how Darren and not only Darren but this team goes in the year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the expectations for this team? Because for real, if you're doing early, way too early predictions, I think you're gonna say the kickers. Like if I tell you right now, the kickers can finish anywhere between third and six. You're like, all right, cool. I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all about like, what's the next step for Darren? You know, what's the next projection? And my second point is, I'm really interested to see how Darren now constructs his roster. It being his second year. Yes. Last year, he you know he kept a lot of the pieces that Bula had. You know, it kind of was pieces intimated. Some of the pieces are now still with him now, mm-hmm. but now you have complete control of this team. And like yeah. we've always this is said, now Darren's you know, team. Anyone would tell you in soccer, it takes at least a good 
that third transfer window is the most important window. Yes. Where if you get it right, you're you're yeah. it. You're taking the team. But if you got it wrong, it can destroy the team. So yes. that's kind of my thing. Anything else you from before we wrap up? Uh, nope. Just can't wait for the season to start, and we'll be letting you guys know as more news comes along. Right, 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 right. Um, and also, it hasn't been any preseason news. So, yeah, I, I don't <laughs> nothing know. about games yet. But as always, <laughs> this is Elliot. This is Shanir. If you guys want to keep in contact with the podcast, you can follow us at River City ninety three. Oh, before I forget. Matt Myers is now a part of River City 93. He will be the third host of uh, River City 93 as a special co-host, you know, insider guy. Yeah. Um, but also, he'll be writing articles for us on bgn.fm. So if you guys are interested in that, please go support him at Red on Twitter. Um, but like I was saying, this is Elliot. This is Shinye. You can follow the podcast at River City 93. Thank you guys for all the support. We're looking forward to doing season three with you guys. And as always, keep us on the good side, guys. We'll holler at you later.